0: Line up. Line up. Locked. Locked. Hot,
1: Where every day is Sunday. This fantasy football podcast is brought to you by CreatorRank.com. Are you ready for some football? Follow us on Twitter at CreatorRank and find us on Facebook and YouTube. Now, get ready. Ready! And lock, and lock it, it in. Oh, do you feel it? It is week two, and this is lineup Locked. It's time to lock it in. It's just three of us here today. It's Lee, Chris, and myself. Say what's up in unison, gentlemen. How's it doing?
2: What's up in unison, gentlemen?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's going so good. Um, So we've got an interesting recording situation going right now. The two options to record the podcast today were in the bed of a truck, in a garage, or in my living room. So... We are in my living room right now, so I'm intrigued to see how this sounds. I think it's going to be fantastic, but we got a bunch of good news, uh, a bunch of good information for all of our listeners here. Anyway, so first off, um, we last week did a breakdown of week one. Uh, after backing up that, you had uh, Matt and I do reactions for week one, Sunday night, with waivers, uh, who we thought would be kind of a person to, to go after. So before we get into it, Um, I just want to say that that I think that that works I think we've broken up the the show perfectly I think for our listeners we've got a good breakup where it's not a two-hour pod it's kind of an hour and a half of information for them a week so I like the way it's flowing this is a creator rank podcast we're not so new anymore we're actually kicking butt taking names and got interviews dropping like it's hot all over the place so that is exciting so first off Lee I'm gonna start with you what's what's going on in your world man how are you
2: I'm pretty good. It's um, for those of you who don't know, I'm still in school at, uh, at Vanderbilt University in Nashville. So it's it's midterm season's coming. So I've got about four exams in the next two weeks. So I've started to grind in and study for those. So it's gonna it's coming on.
0: Did you say midterms already?
2: Yep, already happening. Wow,
0: that's wild, man. Sucks to be They don't mess young around. And in college. Yeah, that's something. All right. Okay, college. <laughs> college is, well, I mean. Not really college life is probably fun.
1: Go big or go home. I know right? nothing
0: about it. I didn't have that experience in life <laughs> What What's new with you Chris? Nothing. I'm 34, I go to work, I go home I do podcasts. okay It's <laughs> really exciting. Well
1: for me, um, I touched some base on another podcast. I had a, uh, a rare transmission issue like apparently super rare on my Dodge Challenger. so it's gonna be in the shop for like six weeks. I survived driving a minivan for four days, and they've upgraded me to a Dodge Ram Super Coupe truck, which is nice, and I'm going to have it for like six weeks. So uh, yeah, and then after this pod, I think the fam and I are going to go see, uh, I think we're going to go see the movie uh, It, so I'm excited. I haven't seen it yet, so oh, nice pretty pretty pumped about that. So speaking yeah. sp- speaking of It... Um, there's another podcast that I heard about. I wanted to talk to you guys about, and I wanted to see if you guys would listen to it. So, uh, Lee, are you familiar with The Office, or is that a, or is that too much above your time? I know you being a little bit younger, but it's in syndication on Netflix. I'm sure you've heard of it
2: at
0: least, right? Oh, I,
2: I, I just rewatched it. Actually, I love oh, The
0: Office. Oh, fantastic!
2: Chris, what about you? Are you a fan?
0: See, I love the memes and all the stuff that's on you know the internet. Internet, you know the the Jim jokes and all that stuff. I love that. I can't actually watch the show. The show to me is terrible. Really. But all the jokes and everything, if you break them apart, wow. it's hilarious. I just think it's I think it's great. I've I, t- I, I tried watching it. I couldn't even get through the first 5
1: episodes and I'm like I'm done. Well, it's definitely it gets the first season is kind of slow and then it just gets better and better and better. That might and be better. it because all
0: the stuff I see on this, I'm like this, this none of it happens in these episodes. I'm sitting there going, I don't get the Right. I don't get it. I just, I just like I'm done.
1: <laughs> well, so spoiler alert. Uh, Jenna Fisher, who played Pam, and Angela Kinsley, who pa- played Angela, are starting their own podcast, and I guess they're reprising their roles of the two characters, and they're just going to talk in talk about The Office. That's so that's kind of interesting. I, I mean, it's not not my thing per se, but I wouldn't mind would mind listen. I don't know. I might check it out while I'm at the gym one day. <laughs> might we'll see. Yeah, you're on your own with that, one, buddy. <laughs> so. <laughs> So so this so one of the crazy things that happened last week at football is Nick Foles, what a freak injury, right? That's terrible. Those an absolute dime touchdown, and now he's on the IR and targeting a week ten or eleven return, right? Enter Gardner Minshew, the second. Did you guys know that this guy is not really even a second? That's just his name?
2: Legend. He's a legend.
1: That's not even his real name. There's not even a first. In fact, his grandfather thought they should name him Beowulf.
2: <laughs> yeah, I saw that.
1: No, I, I haven't been looking up Gardner I Minshew mean, the second. I know that the listeners can I can't, have seen
0: him. In, in <laughs> and stuff, yeah,
1: And we get to see him on Thursday Night Football next week for Week 3. It's the Titans and Jags, which is going to be... I, I don't really have anything fantasy relevant going on in that game, but it'll be interesting to watch. will so be it's crap like
0: this like yesterday's game, uh, a
1: turds day night football. Am I right, guys? Yeah. Oh
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, speaking, and last but not least, before we do get into the football, Popeye's chicken. Have you guys got a chicken sandwich yet? Have you tried a chicken sandwich? Has you, it? Is it? A you tell me where there's a
0: Popeye's out around here.
1: There's none. No, exactly. They're telling people to bring their own bread and buns now. Seriously. Because there's they're out of them. So they're just saying it's it's three chi- it's basically our chicken strips on a sandwich That's so bring your own retarded <laughs> What is this? What is what is going on here? What is going on? So so now onto the football. So first off, uh, drop the Twitter handles before we get started and get everything broken down. Um, Lee, you can follow him at Dynasty Dingo. Chris Temple is at Ctempo3 and I am at Zack. So get us followed. So we had a Thursday night football game uh, last night. It was Carolina Panthers and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, man, it was about as trashy as the game, as the week before. Unless you had Chris Godwin, you're doing cartwheels like myself. I actually have him in four leagues, so I feel really good about that. Um, Lee, Cam Newton's not right. Give me your thoughts on this, please. I
2: mean, there really aren't too many thoughts. It's just you're, you're exactly right. He's not right. He doesn't look like the same Cam Newton, and his fantasy value—a lot of it is tied to his running ability—and he has not run the ball at all these past two games. And I think, I hope that Norv Turner realizes that that was such a focal point of the offense, and they start to unleash him again because he's not a pocket passer for sure, and he showed that uh, last night. So they got to unleash his running ability again.
0: I don't think he can run. Is the problem? I really think his foot's messed up. I think that's the conspiracy theory.
1: I I think that it's the foot. And I think that this is going to be shades of Andrew Luck last year. Um, I know that I was one of the overreactors to Andrew Luck. I remember, was it week two that uh, they had to bring in Jacoby to throw the Hail Mary at the end of the game? Yeah, but it was like 80 yards. No, I understand, but it was week two, right? Yeah. And then I was listening to my podcast and and just doing research, and people were seriously worried about Luck. And I had him in one league, and I cut bait. I was like, whoa, and, and it was ended up being the wrong choice. Yeah. Now, somehow I ended up making the championship in that league by streaming Dak Prescott. Go figure, right? But because um, uh-huh. I ended up trading for Carson Wentz was the deal that I made. And then, that, <laughs> and then yeah, and then all of a sudden I'm in the streaming world because Carson got injured. But long story short, um, you can win by streaming quarterbacks. We've, we've discussed this many times. But, man, I just I think that this is the same situation. I think by four or six, he might be back or not. Right, I would say by week six, if he's not rushing, it's time to cut bait. Then, would you guys say hold till week six, or are you guys like, hey man, see what's on waivers? Quarterbacks don't matter. Let's don't put up with a headache.
0: Quarterbacks do matter. Uh, everybody keeps talking about quarterbacks don't matter. If you got a guy that can get you twenty to forty points a week, well, that's
1: a pretty wide array of points, Chris.
0: Well, if you look at the scoring <laughs> and all that stuff, you know, Christian McCaffrey in one of my leagues scored forty-six points last week. Lamar yeah. Jackson in our league together scored forty six points. For sure. Oh, and that of course that matters. Patrick Mahomes is like a guaranteed thirty every single exactly. week. Exactly, that's my point. So people that devalue these good these great quarterbacks need to stop.
1: Okay. So with that being said, Chris, let's say that you're a team that drafted one quarterback and that one quarterback was Cam Newton. You got six you got between twelve and sixteen points depending on your scoring for his performance last night, and probably like five from week one. Most people are looking to cut. Chris, what are you keeping him and picking up a second QB? What are you, what are you doing if, if that's you?
0: Well, I mean, if I'm starting Cam Newton, I'm in a world of hurt right now. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, I've got a different quarterback. But if I if I've got Cam Newton, I've got to see what's on the, on the waiver wire.
1: Right. So you're going to pick somebody up. Yes. And you're going to start them over Cam until you see him get right. Absolutely. Lee, what say you?
2: Yeah, I think, um, I think I'm, I'm in that same camp. Um, I am, I'm not a believer in that quarterbacks 100% don't matter, but the difference between QB QB like 5 and QB 15 is very negligible, like in points per game, is all I'm saying. But I, I digress, and I'd say yes, I'd pick up another quarterback because I still do believe if they truly unleash Cam, he's still a top-five fantasy quarterback, or could be. But for now, he doesn't look the part. So definitely grab another guy.
1: Okay, so I think the two – the three hottest quarterbacks on waivers right now because, obviously, you probably started Cam last night, so it's too late to worry about week this week, right, if you had him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say quarterbacks to look – I'd say hold on – so what we're in consensus agreement here. Hold on to Cam. It's You have to roster two QBs right now to see how it plays out. I'm thinking week six, if it's not right by then, that's when it's finally time to probably cut bait, maybe week seven. I um, – I'm, I'm targeting Stafford or Dalton. Those are the two guys I'm trying to get off waivers for week three. I think I think Dalton might be the better the better play long term, especially if I see I have a good outing that I, because the good news is when you put these claims in for these guys, um, you can put one in for them today, actually because you can get them before the game start. I think uh, I like what I've seen from I like what I saw from Cincinnati's creativity.
0: Yeah, but so, it's, it's one game. Dalton's had flashes.
1: Of course, they both have. What would say you, Lee? Which direction would you lead? That's those are the two most popular waiver ads right now for quarterbacks that weren't drafted. Or is it Mariota? Or is it somebody else? What are you doing? Are you just completely just playing the matchup?
2: I'm. Uh, I, I'm partially based on matchup, but I like Stafford a lot, and I'm not. I'm not hundred percent sure on Dalton yet. Um. Just because he's he's been like a pretty mediocre quarterback and he had one really good fantasy year. And I, I wouldn't say like I'm 100% sold on that yet. Okay. But I like Josh Allen if he's on if he's on the waiver wire in some leagues. Like I, I know I'm in like a twelve teamer and a ten teamer. Right. Um, and he he's on the wire and he had a horrible game. Like he had two fumbles, two interceptions, and still finished with sixteen fantasy points.
1: Right. No, for real. Which, yeah.
2: It does beg the question like, what can he do when he when he limits those mistakes? Like he's going to in the future, he's going to learn from those mistakes. Against right. a pretty de- decent Jets defense.
1: Okay, Chris. Anybody? You, your Stafford? Team Stafford?
0: Well, I'm, I'm Team Stafford. Uh, in in our dynasty league right now, I'm actually trying to trade for Matt Stafford. Okay. Because I have Sam Darnold, who has the Ouch. mono issue, and he's out for a couple weeks. So I'm trying to get Stafford right now because in our league with the two two quarterback league. And right. there was nobody left. I had, I literally picked up Trevor Simeon. So, uh, well, it's, it's t- because they, he was the only quarterback well, you, that was going to play this week. Going, to, I mean, you have Darnold, so it's fine. He's well, going to start. Yeah. But is he going to do any, is he going to get more than five points? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. He'll get you 15 points. <laughs> sure. I think it's maybe, S- maybe in that
1: league. Yeah. The way I, the scoring, I think is. Trevor Simeon will be fine because I mean, he'll get 200 yards and a touchdown and a pick minimum. That's 12 to 14 points. That's, you could ask for you could have a worse situation but where my, you don't have a quarterback.
0: But the problem is my other quarterback is Flacco.
1: Well, the, man, I mean, I'm sorry for your terrible team. My I team, don't,
0: my, I, <laughs> I, don't ha, I don't have a terrible team. I just have terrible quarterbacks. Well, so I mean, some of the parts isn't as great as I would like it to be. I mean, I've got I got Zeke, I got Gurley, I've got receivers. I just don't have great quarterbacks.
1: Well, speaking of quarterbacks, let's talk about the other panic. Okay, the other side of the, of the matchup last night, right? We have um, Tampa Bay and Mike Evans. Mike Evans has got two stinkers. Now, one thing that I do know, because I'm a little bit more savvy than the average bear, is that Mike Evans caught five balls, if I'm not correct, last year, between both games versus Carolina. They lock him down. They lock him down good. And that's one of those divisional things. It's kind of like Des Bryant versus the Giants back in the day. It just seemed like he never really (coughs) blow up versus them for for the most part. So, should – I'm. I'm. I don't think they should panic. I do think that Chris Godwin might be. It's like a one A one B situation. I think they're both going to be fine. Lee, what what are you at right now? Are you? They don't need to panic, right? Hold on to Mike. Start him with confidence next week. Or are you? Are you going? Oh yeah. There?
2: No, I'm team by low on Mike Evans.
1: Yes, I, I agree.
2: Just I, because he's he's just he's got the rapport with Jameis. Like he is the major deep threat on that team. And they really just haven't unleashed him, and he's been bottled up. So, I really do think it's a really nice time to buy low on Evans in Dynasty and Redraft in every league. And also, I say this with a little bit of caution. So, I'd say, like, buy very, very low on OJ Howard, just because he has been absolutely atrocious, but he's still playing a majority of the game. And the, the Tampa Bay box like, really do not look good on offense. So, I'm assuming that Arians is going to find ways to get their their most talented players the ball, and it's not Peyton Barber, or Ronald Jones, or even Cameron Brate. It's O.J. Howard, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. So I really do think they'll start game planning him in.
1: So what do you think about Chris? What do you think about this whole situation? Well, I've got I've got Mike Evans in a
0: league. Whoa! I got a dog going crazy. She does not like Mike Evans at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got so I've got Mike Evans in a league, and he had five receptions last night, uh, two red zone targets. You know, Jameis overthrew him by maybe half a foot. He got his hand on it in the back of the end zone. Okay. And then on uh, on an out route to the pylon, Jameis just, I don't know what he was doing. But he was he was wide open. He, he beat the corner on the out. So, you know, he got the red zone targets too. They just didn't connect. Right. So I'm, I'm going to keep starting the guy. I think there's going to be targets and touchdowns Absolutely. available for him.
1: Absolutely, yeah, I'm, I'm in the same. So, cool, we're in the same boat there. As far as O.J. Howard goes, here's my red flag on O.J. Howard, and I'm going to treat this kind of like the Cam, Cam Newton situation. I'm not cutting him. I want to see it. I'm not starting him next week. I'm going to pick up another tight end if I can. Unfortunately, you probably missed the raver-wire gold of Waller, of T.J. Hawkinson, of whoever was available. So that's not good, right? But uh, the the good news is the that there are available uh, streaming things that are available and you can always find the tight end. If there is nobody available, you're kind of just stuck. The red flags are this. Arians didn't really use a tight end in Arizona. Cam Newton seems to always favor Brait. Not always. He used OJ a little bit last year, but there's certainly some red flags there. So I'm sorry if you're an OJ Howard owner right now, you're kind of you're kind of just stuck out. So what we're going to do now is we're going to cover the games that are coming up. So we're going to uh, briefly go on each one, and I'm just going to ask each guy start and sit. It's just one, one, and one each. So this is going to be the way we break down games moving forward is, is who are the guys that I want to start, who are the guys that I want to sit. So I'm going to start with Cincinnati and San Francisco. Okay? So first off, I'm going to start with you, Lee. Who is your start and who is your sit in this game right here?
2: Um, Cincinnati, San Francisco. Okay. So I would say that my start is Matt Breda. Okay. And I'll say that because Tevin Coleman's out for a little while. Um, Raheem Moster isn't a great player. He's an okay player. And although Breda didn't really perform, I think he got like something like 15 carries.
1: Okay.
2: Um, in, uh, like, last game, and he didn't really produce all that well but I think they'll start to use him more in the passing game, like Shanahan likes to do. And he will operate as that, like one a back and he's talented. And, and they raved about him in camp. So he's a guy like I'd slide into my flex and uh, I I'd feel pretty good about it.
1: Okay, perfect. And who's your sit?
2: Okay. So my sit, um, I, I don't know if I want to say like, like Joe Mixon worries me a little bit, but I'm not going to say that I'd sit him. Um, it's tough. I'd probably, I'd probably sit Dante Pettis still. Yeah. I'm not sure if, if he was started, but he only played two snaps. And I heard that he's healthy or he's getting healthier. Right. But it really seems like Shannon has him in the doghouse for some reason. Right. And doesn't really want to let him play. So it'll be a good thing. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't panic sell, and I would even be in the camp of like if someone else is really worried, I'd buy him low too. But. He's got to prove himself this game.
1: I just hope, as far as he is concerned, I really hope that they don't, like... I don't know, man, like with Pettis, I hope that our listeners didn't cut bait too early. Because he was so good at the end of last year. He was certainly on the, in the flex conversation or in the wide receiver three conversation. And it was two snaps, and it was coming back from injury. I'm never a plan. I didn't start him in any leagues that I had him. I think I have him in three. I'm not a fan of starting players that are banged up like for me I know it's spoiler alert but like Mike Williams on the Chargers if he's cleared to play I I don't think I'm playing him I don't I don't want to touch a knee issue right so Chris on to you start and sit for this matchup who do you like who do you not like
0: uh so my sit is going to be Jimmy Garoppolo okay uh I don't think he's back yet I don't know if he's ever going to be back I mean we had a really small sample size with the guy so Jimmy G's just not a guy that I'm taking a flyer on this week okay and then my start is going to be John Ross. Nice, yeah, uh, ballsy. ballsy, ballsy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he played really well this new system. If Dalton continues to do what he did last week, I think is going to be really good for Ross, who switched numbers this year as well to get a fresh start on on his career after the first two years didn't play. Well,
1: if I can piggyback on that, so chances are, if you got John Ross, you lost last week, correct? You had one of the top waiver priorities probably, or you bid a lot of fab, but most people have traditional waivers, right? So that means your team probably is not great. Like maybe you lost Tyreek Hill. Maybe uh, there's a lot of situations. Maybe you had Devontae Freeman and Sonny Michelle as your two running backs. There's a lot of different combinations of wrong that could have happened, right? You probably need juice in your lineup week too. And that man delivers that. The man delivers juice. He's a home run hitter. But it's uh, temper your expectations. It's like Deshaun Jackson, right? What are we gonna get? It could be a home run, or it could be two points. Just
0: think, he also had three drops in the game.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, you don't need good hands when you run faster than everybody else, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so my uh, my start my start and sit is my start is the Cincinnati defense. I think that this is low key going to be one of the better defenses this week. So, if you're in a weird spot where You have Jacksonville's D on the road, or you have New Orleans or Los Angeles' D, and you're like, man, I don't want to play them against. I think they're a good streaming option. This is why. In the last 15 years, only one team has won a back-to-back road game. It's only happened once. Once. And San Francisco is playing back-to-back road games. Jimmy Garoppolo will take sacks. In fact, Cincinnati sacked Russell Wilson, who can move around quite well, four times. So I'm giving Cincinnati my start of the week at defense. I'm liking it. They're cheap. They're on every single person's waivers. If you play DFS, that's where I'm going. Like 100%. Plus if is John Ross returning punts? Is that a thing right now? I uh, I don't know. I don't know. But if he is, that's even more. That's even more making the case for it. And my sit is Tyler Boyd. Richard Sherman might be back, fellas. I think Richard Sherman, he doesn't really shadow but I, I, I don't like Tyler Boyd this week at all. That's my sit. I think he's going to catch like four balls for 50 yards and get you less than 10 points in a PPR. I'm not about that life. That's my start and sit. All right. Up next is another noon game. We've got Detroit and Los Angeles. Chris, I'm going to start with you on this one. Give me your start. Give me your sit. Detroit and the Chargers.
0: All right. So my start for the... Chargers is going to be Austin Eckler. Okay. Obviously, we know what he did last week. Fair enough. A phenomenal guy. Uh, was one of the top uh running backs in the league fantasy wise. Yes, last he week. was. Uh, my sit.
1: And he got 70% of the work. Yeah. That's way better than the split they were talking about the week before. So yeah. So, put him your lineup. And who's your sit?
0: My sit uh, is going to be picking back off of you earlier. It's going to be Williams. Uh, I have him in my league. He's on my bench because he's got the knee injury. Yeah, I wouldn't play him. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's easy. He he looked like he was going to have a pretty decent week last week and, and, you know, second, I think early second quarter he hurt that knee. Right. So, you know, I'm just not going to risk the biscuit.
1: All right, Lee, start and sit.
2: Yeah, my start is going to be Danny Amendola. Um,
1: oh, Danny Ariola. I mean, Let's go.
2: dominated. He dominated last game. Like, what do you have? Like, a t- fifteen targets or something? Or something ridiculous? Yeah, him and
1: Crowder led the league in targets, I think. Right? Yeah.
2: And the um, Casey Hayward's on the outside, um, he's one of the top, probably top five corners in the league, I think, at least. Maybe I'm a little biased. He's, he's a Vanderbilt guy, but um, they have a good they have a good core of uh, of DBs on the outside, and I really think that Stafford's going to look the way of, uh, of Amendola and Hawkinson. I guess would be another start technically.
1: Okay. What about sit for you?
2: Sit. Um, I'll go on the. I'd probably sit Kenny. I don't know if you can sit Kenny Galladay where you drafted him, but like I said, like he'll probably match up against Casey Hayward the majority of the game. Right. And I really do believe in the talent. And but I think that Hayward's going to be a tough matchup for him. And that's why I'd say, um, I'd say I would try to sit him.
0: Is is Derwin James playing? The safety? No, he's out for a while. He, is he no, for he's the out this year? Okay, I did, I couldn't remember if he was out for a long period of time. He's going to be back for the start. So my my sit.
1: I'm going to start in reverse. Is Philip Rivers? Um, I expect a lot of lot more running, a lot more short passes. Uh, Keen and Allen. If you're in a PPR league, is going to destroy, right? But I I don't like the Chargers at, on noon games when they have to travel. I just don't. I'm Not a fan. Just just not not a not at all. And uh, so I just I get bad vibes. So I do not like Philip Rivers this week. And on Detroit, you know who my start is? on Johnson is my start. That is the individual that I'm starting. Uh, they the char- Marlon Mack ran all over the Chargers in Week One, so I expect for on to. I know the the share's not there. I know it's only sixty percent, but I expect him to get it. I expect him to get it big time. So on to uh, the next game, Green Bay and Minnesota. Lee, start and sit.
2: Yeah, so um, start for that game. And this might be I, – I don't want to go for, like, the easy start because I really do think some people are, are reevaluating him as a, as a starter. But Aaron Rodgers, I'll say. Because um, I know a lot of people are worried about the, um, the, that game against the Bears. And they're like, oh, is he the same Aaron Rodgers? And this is, is a, de- a decent uh, Vikings defense. But I'll say it's, it's Aaron freaking Rodgers. Like, don't worry about him. He's going to put in the work. Him and LaFleur are going to get on the same page. He's going to find his guys. And I really do think he's he's going to bounce back from that okay performance uh, last Thursday.
0: Yeah, one thing about Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur, though, did that you hear that Rodgers is experimenting wearing a wristband so they can try and get the plays out quicker to get the team in rhythm. That tells me they're not in sync with each other right now.
2: They got the long week though. I think hopefully they'll be able to pull it together. Well,
1: also, I think also, A Rod has been in the same offense for how long?
0: Second year, first year, I guess. Was it his rookie year when?
1: Yeah, he, he's been it forever.
0: Yeah, a long, long
1: time. That's, that's different, man. It's, I mean, it's, it takes time. And who is your who? And who else? Lee, who's your sit?
2: My sit was a little tougher. I couldn't like think of anyone that I've really. Want to sit necessarily because they're too high high powered uh, offenses, right? But I guess I'd say like Kyle Rudolph, just because he put up a donut, and I know some people probably drafted him to be their tight end one, and it kind of seems like they're not using like him that him like that this time around. So um, I would definitely say stay away from Kyle Rudolph, wait a little bit, try to get another guy on the waiver wire.
0: All right, Chris, start and sit. My sit. It's going to be Aaron Jones. Yes, that's a good one. I was, I was not a big fan of his performance last week against the Bears' run defense, and I think Minnesota's run defense is just as good. Uh, I just don't think there's going to be any production there. I don't think Green Bay even really wants to run the ball. Right. Uh, my start is the law firm, Valdez Yes. I have been converted. Uh, the snaps he got and the throws thrown his way, clearly he is the number two. Remember when Chris was team uh, St. Brown? Yeah. (laughs) Epinomus St. Brown for all offseason until I I was learned. So, yeah, I'm going with uh, MVS as my start. Okay. Uh, For me, I'm
1: going to start. You know who I I think you – man, you have to start Aaron Jones. Like, you're in a situation where the running back situation right now is so volatile. I mean, look at people – look at the running backs drafted in the second, third, and fourth round right now. You've got – Sonny Michelle coming off that terrible performance Devonte Freeman coming off a terrible performance right it's just it's just not good I think you kind of have to in his hope for a bounce back you're, you, you you probably don't have a better option you, probably, yeah, I mean, you you're keep,
0: unfortunately you're probably right when you put it out like that so that's
1: my start and it's, it's a, it's a it's a feel bad start like it's a start that I don't like yeah like I'm I'm gonna enter it thinking I'm getting five points or less and be, and be prepared for a committee and be prepared to be pissed off. And I'm going to scurry waivers looking for somebody who could be the guy. And my sit, you know who I don't like? The receivers, on the other hand, blew up in the league. I'm not thinking I want to start Stefan Diggs. I'm, I'm thinking I move him down to my flex, and I, I possibly might play somebody with more juice. I don't know. It's, it's volatile, but I'm, I'm not feeling it, man. I've never really been a Diggs guy, especially when he's coming off injury. And I know he practiced in full this week, but I got, I got bad vibes. I got real bad vibes with Diggs right well, now. That's that's my sit. And that's it. And that's a, that's a, that's a, that's hardcore. And I know same, same terminology. You drafted him in the third round. It's hard to sit a guy that you drafted that high, but I think that there's guys like Terry McLaurin that I'm interested in Hollywood Brown. I mean, heck, Sammy Watkins. There's these guys that are, you probably got later in drafts that I would absolutely start over him, I think, right now, until I see a get-right game. And that might be wrong. That's why we talk about these things, because we're prepared for it to be that, to be wrong. All right. We've got Tennessee and the Indianapolis Colts. Chris, start and sit.
0: Uh, so my start is going to be Derek Henry. Okay. I know that's not a popular opinion around the sports world, and I don't know why, especially for Matt Matt Reller, who's not here, who said that you should not draft him, <laughs> but trade for him later, and we saw what he did last well, week. Well, he was he,
1: full beast mode last week, so you're definitely feeling good. Yeah, You got him.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm taking the flyer on him. I know the Colts had, had a good defense last year, but the Chargers went up up and around him last week. Yeah, they get ran on. They See, get ran on big time. So I think Derrick Henry's a good start for this week, and then my sit, Corey Davis. <laughs> zero targets last week zero that's
1: that's one I can I can actually let our listeners know they should just cut I did cut him just, just say goodbye don't don't even worry about if he goes off next week who cares I cut him it, he won't do it every week this just is goodbye
0: this is the third year in a row I've drafted the guy
1: oh my god! thinking
0: this was his year I'm done with Corey Davis
1: alright Lee who are your starting sits on Colts Titans or Colts yeah and, uh, my yeah, start Titans.
2: would be Glennie Walker yes uh, mm-hmm. I just I love the man, I think he's returning to fantasy stardom again. He was a top five tight end the three years prior to his injury last year, and I mean he showed out last game. So I I really don't see any reason to pump the brakes on uh on Walker. He's uh, trusted by Mariota, uh, but on the inverse of that I'm gonna I'm gonna sit Mariota, just because I'm still not a Mariota believer. I don't think he's a very good quarterback. I think he had a decent game last game. And people might might have bought the hype. But I'm definitely staying away. Like I wouldn't even consider him starting him at all.
1: Yeah, I'm sitting any if, – if I own a Colts tight end, I'm sitting them. I'm not playing them, period. Oh, yeah. That's a good. Call. That's my sit. Um, I want to see production. I don't – like I know when Jacoby, was the, when, when Jacoby was the quarterback a few years ago, him and Jack Doyle had a good chemistry, but also Ebron wasn't there. Jacoby was slinging it. He looked pretty good. So my start is T.Y. Hilton. I think T.Y. Hilton is... I'm really pumped for any listener who listened to our podcast where we said we liked him where he was falling Because you probably got T.Y. as your wide receiver, too, if you drafted late enough. And you're loving life right now because that's perfect. You probably are teaming him up with a Devontae Adams or whatever that is, and you're going to do excellent. So we've got Miami and New England. Uh... <laughs> Sit let's, all let's, of Miami. Let's I'm make just, this one simple. <laughs>
0: if you have anybody on Miami, sit them. If you have anybody on New England, play them. Would we all agree with this in unison?
2: No, I, I do not agree. Okay. But the record show. State your case. The show. My sit is a guy who I really have disliked the whole time around. And my sit is Sony Michelle. And I know it's a contrarian sit, because I know a lot of people are saying it's Sony's game, it's Sony's game. But I I got really excited about this one. So I I prepared a lot more than I, than I might have for the other ones. Right. But he, um, he only got 33% of snaps and he had 15 carries for 14 yards last game. Yeah. In a game where Rex Burkhead got 46% of the snaps, got eight attempts, averaged five and a half yards per carry and had five catches for 41 yards. And James White got 47% of the snaps. Um, Had four attempts where he averaged six point five yards per carry, and then had five for fifty-six receiving. So I really think it's going to be. I know they're going to ground, they're going to pound the ball, but I do think it'll be they'll still be the Burkhead, Burkhead White show. And I caution everyone for starting uh, Sony.
1: I agree. I'm actually starting Chris Thompson, who I picked up off waivers over uh, Sony Michelle this week at a half point PPR. Oh, nice. And I started uh, DJ Moore. In my flex over, he's my flex running back in our league, Chris, that we're in, that I I jumped in for you and I started uh, DJ Moore over him. So I wanted to, I want to see, I'm with you. I think Burkhead, I don't know if it was just the the zone blocking of Pittsburgh and Michelle just couldn't figure it out. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure what that was, but I'm with you. I'm not in on Michelle. Chances are, though, you might not have a better option. So you kind of just have to. Play and pray, you know, unfortunately. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's not the ideal option. I think James White and Burkhead are probably better plays. And Burkhead yep. might even be on waivers right now. He just might be.
2: He played well. He played really well last game.
1: Uh, New York and Buffalo. All right, Lee, start and sit.
2: Oh, yeah. So um, my start will be John Brown. He, he really had a great game against the Jets. And it seems like he's kind of emerged as Josh Allen's favorite target. The Giants have a horrendous pass defense, as we saw. And then my, one other note is Evan Ingram to the moon, just because they announced that Sterling Shepard and um, Darius Slayton yeah. both aren't going to play. So Evan Ingram might break the tight end um, target record. He might um, get
1: 51,000 targets this game. Like, that's going to be hard it's to do. I mean,
0: Jason Witten would had 22 <laughs> oh, in a game for
1: chris who are your starting sits for this one
0: uh so my uh start uh is going to be you know you really screwed me with that john brown that's who i was going to use the same one no now. i'm not I, I don't want to do that uh uh i'll take cole beasley as a start i think cole beasley had a very underrated game last week i know he had a couple drops
1: and he, he's actually injured is he yeah he's questionable
0: Well, then uh, I I had not heard that news, so you took another guy from me. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, So I'm just going to do a sit. Uh, I am not starting Frank Gore. Okay. No,
1: you shouldn't. Yeah. In fact, if you have Frank Gore on your roster, you should probably quit fantasy football. I'm just kidding. That's a joke. (laughs) That's a desperate times call. I have Ronald Jones rostered on one team. It's not fun. It doesn't feel good. I question my sanity every day. All right. My start and sit. My start is going to be Devin Singletary. He is an absolute lightning in a bottle and he is a great flex play um if you start him in your flex you have a great you know it's about lining up against the person you play against and beating them right I think Devin Singletary will win you almost every single possible flex matchup that you have this week period and for me my sit actually is I man it's tough I guess any receiver on New York, right? I mean, I mean, if you Agreed. have if you have Latimer, you can't play him. Sterling Shepard's out. Just oh yeah, it's a bad situation. Chances are there's not, you're probably the only people that you would own on a fantasy team in this in this game. You're probably starting anyway.
0: Would you start uh, Buffalo's defense?
1: Yes, <laughs> I absolutely would, hands down. And I normally don't like starting defenses on the road, but I like Buffalo's defense a lot.
0: It's not really a road game. They're what two hours away. Well, it still, it still is, technically.
1: Uh, Pittsburgh and Seattle. This is a weird game, man. Uh, Seattle almost got upset-cityed. Pittsburgh looked like absolute dog poo. Uh, Chris, I'm going to start with you. Start and sit. Let's go.
0: I'm starting Chris Carson. Okay. I think the guy uh, has figured it out. I think he had it figured out last year as well. Injuries have really been his biggest problem. He's healthy going into this matchup. Uh, receiving out of the backfield was great last week. I'm playing him all day. Uh, Guy I'm going to sit is James Washington. I think Moncrief got, what, 77% of the snaps last week? And Washington got 57%. I think it's clear who the number two wide receiver there is in Pittsburgh. Fair point. Fair point. Lee? Yeah,
2: so I would say, I would start DK Metcalf. Oh, yeah, because we saw, we saw what the Patriots did to the the Steelers on the deep ball with Philip Dorsett. Yes. And I think Metcalf's is a lot more talented than Philip Dorsett ever will be. Right. So I'd feel pretty comfortable rolling him out. And then my sit would be uh, Vance McDonald. I know a lot of people thought that those vacated targets would go his – something would go his way. Right. But he only got four, I'm pretty sure. Yep. And they were all late in the game. So I really don't think that that he's really a big factor in that offense, and I'd look to sit him for someone else. Uh,
1: My sit is Dante Moncrief. He's got a messed up finger, and he had three drops, Lee. Is that right? He had a lot. (laughs) And just didn't look good. I'm not saying that makes Washington a play, because it's clear, like Chris said, that he's getting the snaps and he's going to be out there and targeted. but. I want to watch this one play out before I start losing fantasy games because somebody's getting one catch for 10 for ten yards. So I'm going to look for better options. I'm playing one of the rookies that I picked up off of waivers over him in my lineup, period. Uh, it's, and then as far as my start goes, I'm starting Big Ben. I, I don't feel bad about what happened last week. I, it's at home, and you saw what Andy Dalton just did to that Seattle defense. Let's go. Fire up, Ben. You're good to go. Uh, Washington and Dallas. Lee, start and sit.
2: Yes, start is uh, my boy Terry McLaurin. Yes.
1: Uh, I'm starting him in my flex in one league, man.
2: Yeah, I might start him in the league too. It's just he looked like the real deal.
1: Scary Terry, I, baby. I
2: have this, like this firm belief that if you're fast, that you can figure it out and become a, and be a good receiver, yes. especially in fantasy. And the dude is blazing. And he looks he looked good and he ran some good routes. Got open on some deep balls. He should have had two touchdowns, but Keenum overthrew him on a, a deep ball. And I feel pretty confident about, about rolling him out, especially as like the only legit pass catcher, maybe outside of Vernon Davis on that squad.
1: Plus, Dallas and then, is gonna be in it's gonna be a negative, it's predicted to be a pretty negative game script as well. Oh,
2: yeah, for sure. That for helps. sure. And then the sit, my sit would be Jason Witten. Yeah. Um I just think. I mean, the Redskins did a good job of kind of bottling up Ertz and Dallas Goddard. Like, they, they weren't a huge factor in the game. Right. And Witten's old. I mean, he caught a touchdown, um, but it was like, what, on a play action? Oh, it was terrible. He was, yeah. He was just wide open. Jarwin was nice, though. Uh, yeah, I just, it, he's, he's too old, you know, to. It's a young man's game. So yeah. while I respect the hell out of Jason Witten, even being an Eagles fan, uh don't think that it seems like more of a flash in the pan than a regular occurrence from it.
0: Okay, Chris? I'm starting Case Keenum, and the reason why I'm doing it is because Dallas gave up 370 (laughs) passing yards to Eli Manning last week. Case Keenum threw for 380 and three touchdowns with a 117 quarterback rating. Wow, sleeper. That's a sleeper pick right there. Wow. Uh, Yeah. Would you start him over Aaron Rodgers? Oh, God. You
1: said you'd start him. That's a bad matchup at Vikings. I know that's why Aaron Rodgers hasn't scored twenty-four points in the last four years with playing the Vikings. Would you roll out Case Keenum and because and you probably lost your Week One matchup if you started Aaron Rodgers? Would you do it?
0: Mm. I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if anybody oh. can do that. Oh. That's, wow, that's hard. And who is your sit?
1: I had to put you on the spot, man.
0: Yeah, you you did uh, my sit. Is going to be Dallas's defense. Really, really they they gave okay. up, they gave up 470 to the Giants. And they w- what one sack? One sack, one turnover. But Saquon ran up and down them, and then we saw what Evan Ingram did to him. Yeah, I mean they until it's kind of like Cam Newton. Until they show it, I'm not starting them. Okay, fair enough.
1: Uh, for me, I uh, I am on the I am on the scary Terry train and I as well. If I have if I was lucky enough on waivers to get Terry McLaurin who I got in 3 leagues, I'm starting him in my flex. I am all about the juice, man. Uh, I'm all about it 100%. As far as my sit, man, this is a tough one. I'm I can't even think of a player that I would want to sit on the Cowboys, honestly. I because I would play Chris Thompson. I would one hundred percent play Scary Terry. I guess I guess for me, my it's not a sit, but my temper expectations is I think that Amari Cooper is going to have a not great game. I wouldn't sit him, but I I, I could see him not doing as great as you would want Amari Cooper to do this week.
0: Yeah, I mean it, it also depends on if are they going to shadow him? They didn't, la- they didn't last year. The Redskins usually don't do that.
1: Right. So we'll see. All right. Up next is the Baltimore Ravens and the Arizona Cardinals. Lee, give me a start and sit.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I had trouble finding a start because, like, on the Ravens, there's just so many good ones. Right. But, I mean, I guess I'd still roll out with Mark Ingram. Just because I really do think it's it's gonna they're gonna ground and pound ground and pound. huh And Ingram is the face of that right now. So I I believe in him. And then all of my sit is literally every single Cardinal minus David Johnson.
1: Okay. I like it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, what about you, Chris?
0: I'm starting the Ravens defense.
1: Okay. Because what yeah. we
0: saw in preseason against Kyler Murray. Yes. It was not pretty, I think. Kyler Murray showed at, towards the back half of that game last week that he's got a little something to him. He does. But they got off to a terrible start, so we got to see if Kyler Murray can do it consistently. I expect a lot of getting off the terrible starts with him and then kind of figuring it out. Well, I mean, yeah, he's a rookie quarterback, so that's to be expected. And right. then uh, my start is going to be uh, Mark Ingram.
1: Okay. We're all uh, on the Mark Ingram train. So I'm going to go yep. super deep and sleeperish with my start. Willie Sneed. Did you see what Amy Danny Amendola did to the Cardinals defense last week?
0: True. Yes. yes. Fifteen targets like Lee said earlier.
1: I I have a weird feeling that, that it's gonna that they're gonna take away what Hollywood they're gonna watch and see what Hollywood did, right? I think they're gonna take that away completely. And I just uh, I think Lamar's gonna have a little bit more action this week with his legs. And I think Willie Sneed could be a sneaky sleeper. Like for real. Like for real, for real. And as far as who I'm sitting, I'm sitting Kyler Murray. Um, chances are, if you drafted him, you weren't ballsy enough to draft just one quarterback anyway. Play somebody else. Don't be a hero. Yeah. No need. No reason. No need to be. Uh, Houston and Jacksonville. Lee, start and sit.
2: Yeah. Um. My start is Will Fuller. I think that he's fully healthy. It looks like, and um, the Saints did a really good job of bottling him up. But I, I think that a lot of the focus will be on um, DeAndre Hopkins. And I think Fuller will be able to really exploit that defense. And I think he's I think he's bound for a monster week. He's going to be awesome.
1: And who's your sit?
2: And my sit is D.D. Westbrook.
1: Thank you. Yes, I was thinking the same thing.
2: Just because I really like D.D. D. Westbrook coming into the season. Like, Foles likes to target the slot. But Foles didn't really target him that much. And Minshew didn't, except for on that touchdown. Um... But he didn't seem like the focal point that I thought he was going to be. Whereas it seemed like Chark and Conley kind of took up that role, and the tight ends got like eight catches a piece, which are four catches a piece, which I thought was weird. But it does not seem like D.D. is the focal point, so I'd at least sit him this week, wait and see, kind of.
0: Okay, Chris, starting sit, starting Carlos Hyde. Okay, I, th- I think he did well. The Jaguars, I mean, they didn't give up a ton of rushing yards. They did give up over 100. Combined to Shady McCoy and uh, Williams last week. Okay. Uh, my sit. Ooh, who do I want to sit? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I actually have a sit for this game other than Didi, like you guys were saying earlier. Okay, I that's think there's fair. a bunch of good matchups. Well, I'm with you. Like, See, this is,
1: this is what I want to bring up about the Gardner Mint Shoe experience right now is that <laughs> when a Tony Romo... Uh, we're going to use use Cowboy reference, me being a Dallas Cowboy fan. I think that this this suits this situation tremendously, actually. When Tony Romo took over for Drew Bledsoe, Patrick Creighton became a thing. And they were on the, the SWAT. They were on – don't get me wrong, he still utilized T.O. and and everybody else. But him and Patrick Creighton just had a connection because they were on the second team together. So I think that Dede – what is it, what, within two weeks, three weeks? I think they'll get that connection. But I'm with you. Temper your expectations. So I think Sit DD is 100% uh, valid. Like all, all day long. All day. Uh, my start, I'm starting Conley, man. I'm starting him and I'm, uh, I'm liking it. He's a beast. He's a freak athlete. He just needs the opportunity. And luckily, opportunity and chemistry meet in this situation. So I think I think he could do good. I think he could do real good. I'm starting him. All right. Next, we have Oakland and Kansas City. Lee. Start and sit.
2: Yes, yeah, start. Um, I will start. Darren Waller. I think yes. he, he played every single snap that game, so they didn't send him out at all. He had seven catches. Like he seems to be a focal point of that offense. Like him and Tyrell are the two main pass catchers. Um, they play. Who do they play again? They play the Chiefs. Yes. Chiefs gave up eight catches to tight ends kind of like I said like Jeff Swaim and O'Shaughnessy right and just Waller is a significantly more talented a more talented pass catcher than those two guys and negative game script like you couldn't ask for a better a better game script for the Raiders right now because they're going to be behind and they're going to air the ball out
0: alright Chris start and sit I'm starting LaShawn McCoy I think uh, what he showed last week is that he is more than a capable runner still okay which is surprising that Buffalo cut him now. Uh, I guess they really thought highly of Singletary, so they they were able to do that. Right. But, but yeah, Shady McCoy is my start. 10 for 81, 8.1 yards per carry last week. That's phenomenal stats. Uh, the guy I'm sitting, a lot of people are thinking he's going to be Tyree Kill's replacement, is McCall Hardman. Yep, good call. So, you know, he's got to prove it before I play him.
1: All right, so I... Let's see, in this matchup right here, For I'm going to sit Josh Jacobs. That's my sit. I'm not convinced that he's going to be the passing down back yet. And negative gain script might make Jalen Richard the guy. I hope not. I hope that I'm wrong. And uh, you know who I'm starting? Man, I'm crazy. I am starting McCall Hardman. Andy Reid on McCall Hardman. You don't have them very long in this day and age with free agency and all that. If they can play, we exploit their talents. Get them in there, cut them loose, and let them go. I'm starting him. McCall Hardman is going to score a touchdown this week. Drops
0: Mike. He had zero targets last week. All right. After Tyreek went week. down in the first quarter. You're. That's last week. He had somebody had to fill Tyreek's spot. Why didn't he do anything last
1: week? I don't know. Okay then. I, I don't have a valid reason for
0: that. That, that doesn't mean that's what's going to happen this week. Just saying. You know. You think if he's going to get cut loose he got one target last
1: Patrick week. Mahomes is going to look at his hand like Goku from Dragon Ball Z and do his little freak-out face, and he's going to throw an 80-yard dime to McCall Hardman for a touchdown. Get ready for that life. That's
0: very possible. McCall Hardman's fast, and Patrick <laughs> Mahomes can throw it far.
1: All right, Denver and Chicago. This game is actually going to be pretty disgusting uh, from what I saw from both of these teams. Start and sit. Lee, what you got?
2: I'll start Tariq Cohen. Okay. Um, I've rung the, run the Cohen Bell a lot this time around, this year, and he lined up in the slot a lot. He got some nice targets. He got some carries. I think he's probably the safest option outside of maybe Allen Robinson, um, and I really, I believe. And then my sit is all Broncos. I will not be starting a single Bronco if I can help it. Maybe Lindsey, just because I probably drafted him too high anyways. Ooh. But if I, if I can avoid it, I'm staying away from Broncos. God,
1: that's a, that's tough, man. Lindsey versus that Bears run, D, bro.
2: Exactly. He's so
1: little. Chris, what, who is your starting, sit?
0: Uh, I agree with uh, Lee on the Broncos offense. Just not doing it. Their quarterback doesn't look like he can carry him to get people out of the box. I, I just don't think they're going to be able to compete. Okay. Uh, my start It's really limited because the Bears offense isn't great either. Uh, at least they didn't show it great last week. Uh, I have Tariq Cohen uh, as well. I mean, I guess I'm just gonna have to piggyback off Lee on this one. Okay,
1: no, that's fair. There's not a lot of options in this game. My start is the Broncos. My start is the Broncos D. The that's, Broncos I mean,
0: probably smart the point. Broncos
1: have lost one game in Denver in September in like the last ten years. It's stupid. Maybe two games. They they win. All they do is win there. Mitch Trubisky will get sacked even if they go run heavy, right? Mitch Trubisky will get sacked and uh and yeah I just and probably throw a pick too so I, I like that as far as my sit goes I'm sitting David Montgomery I don't want to it sucks because you had to draft him so very 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 high you know but uh yeah I'm sitting him that's what I'm doing. And apparently, my dog agrees with uh, the the sit there. <laughs> apparently, with her with her barkage going on. So, uh, what's the up next? We've got uh, Los Angeles and New Orleans. Now, this is this is going to be a really good game. Um, lots of offense. It's a it's a playoff game, playoff rematch, different place, different city. So, Chris, I'm going to start
0: with you here. It's going to be tough to find one to sit, but start and sit. Let's go. Well, I actually have a, a sit for this one. I actually. Put Drew Brees on the bench for Philip Rivers. Okay. So you know you talked about Rivers on the road earlier. So I've got to, I've got a reverse. I actually sat Drew Brees for this game in lieu of Philip Rivers. Okay. Uh, I just think the Rams defense is better okay. on, on the matchup, so I'm I'm going that way because those are my two quarterbacks. Okay. Uh, my start, uh, Brandon Cooks. He didn't have a great week last week, but I think with the way the Saints secondary played last week. There's going to be balls available for those wide receivers for the Rams. Well, you know
1: what? In my opinion, yep. um, I think Cooks is an every week start. He's so he's so good, and you're going. To, it's it's Deshaun Jackson esque. Yes, that he can sometimes have his sometimes have his weeks where it doesn't go like it wants, but you don't want to miss it when it happens. Yeah. So you just. Hope you get a high volume guy who always does well, and he's your he's your running your wide receiver too. Really, that's it's that way with all the Rams receivers, right? You kind of would like all of them to be your wide receiver too because it, they take turns going off
0: for the most part. I mean, I, yeah, I think they do, but based off of matchups and where, what part of the defense they can exploit at any given time. Right, Lee, start and sit.
2: Yeah, my start would be Jared Cook, just because he didn't have a great game. Um, last time around, but I really do think that he's he's supposed to be a focal point of that offense, and they're going to look to work him in a lot more, um, especially in a shootout-type game that it's going to be. Um, I would still feel comfortable starting Jared Cook, and then maybe if he, he drops another bad one, then I, I'd start to reconsider. But um, my sit is I hope people aren't starting him, but, but it seems like they might because he, he got picked up in like a ton of leagues, is uh, Malcolm Brown.
1: Yes, thank you. Thank you.
2: Yeah, I just, like, especially in a a primetime game like this, like Saints-Rams, like, there's no way they're they're limiting Gurley. Like, they said they weren't going to limit him, and they did a little bit against Carolina, but there's going to be no, no, like, there's no restrictions. Like, they need to win this game. It's a huge game for them, and Gurley will be unleashed, I think.
1: So my start is Todd Gurley, and the reason why is because I've been standing on a hill for a while, and you both know this, that I think he's going to yeah. be fine. And most, I know that most leagues that I play in, there's a bonus kicker for 100 yards. The man finished three yards shy of 100 yards rushing. And he is one situational goal line drive away from having a touchdown as well, which is over 20 points, which puts him as a top five guy. And I know that Malcolm Brown got two. So what's the likelihood that he gets snake like that again? Not so likely. It might be him this week. So you're not – people that are freaking out with the – It's he's still a fine play. Yes, is he the automatic 25 to 30 like he's been the last two years? Probably not. Maybe it's a little bit more volatile where one week he's 25, the next week he's 13. But you're starting him, and just be quiet about it. My uh, sit is actually Cook. I don't like him. I've never been a fan of Cook too much. I know he did great last year. Drew Brees and the tight end has been very weird since Jimmy Graham's left town. I don't, I don't smell what the Rock is cooking. I'm not about it. I'm looking elsewhere. That's me. Sorry to disagree with you, Lee. No,
2: that's okay.
1: Up next is the uh, Sunday night game. Uh, we've got Atlanta and Philadelphia Eagles going into town. Lee's team. So I'll start with Chris. Chris, who are we starting and sitting in this matchup?
0: I'm starting Miles Sanders. I think he's going to explode this week. I know Lee doesn't agree with that based on the way it sounded. Uh, my sit is the Falcons' defense. They, they didn't look good last week against Minnesota. They just got ran all over.
1: Oh, yeah. Do, do not play either defense in this matchup. Period. Uh, Lee.
2: I'm not a huge Miles Sanders fan, but I will agree that he's probably better than Jordan Howard. Yes. so He does probably deserve to get the majority of the work.
1: I'm going to have so much water spilt on me by all my little water bets that we've made. (laughs) They're all terrible.
2: (laughs) But he – yeah, so I'm not – but I still think I'm going to wait a week on him. Um, My start will be Deshaun Jackson. I I mean I was tooting his horn like somewhat as an Eagles fan – but also just because I heard all the like the, the the glowing reports coming out of training camp of like the Wentz DJAX connection, and it really reigns true. So I, I do think that DJAX is going to have another great game, and I'm actually starting him surprisingly over Steph Diggs and Ty in the league. Okay, just because that's how much that's how much I believe in him and in Wentz getting him the ball.
1: So for and, me. Um, Okay, no, I'll let you continue. Yeah, what's up,
2: Zach? What are you about to
1: say? Uh, For me, I was going to just give my starting sit.
2: Oh, need me give my sit real quick. Uh, yeah, please. My sit would be um, Devontae Freeman. Um, and again, it's, it's a sit where you probably can't make that sit. Right. Just because you did draft him pretty high. But the Eagles' run defense is, is and will always be one of the top run defenses in the league. And they stifle. Like, guys had 10 for 18. Like, running backs consistently do not score points against the Eagles and I, I think Freeman didn't look didn't look great in his first game, kind of split tags with Edo Smith and he's a guy who I'd avoid this week
1: Okay, so my start is going to be Matt Ryan, I think that if you're a Matt Ryan owner you probably started them last week and you got lucky with some garbage time work there at the end and some two <laughs> yep. point conversion life but yep. I think that you should be confident it's going to be fine the Falcons like the Saints are phenomenal at home I don't think you need to worry about production. And the individual that I'm going to sit, man, this is tough because I just, I'm just i sitting Jordan Howard. It sucks because you probably drafted him in a spot where I hope you found a better option on waivers this week, but you can't, you can't start him. You, I would start Miles Sanders over him all day and not even think twice. Um, you, can't, you cannot start Jordan Howard right now and maybe in a, in a, in a high-volume game that this might game script into, he gets a touchdown opportunity, but I'm, I'm looking elsewhere. All right, Monday night. The uh, Last last but not least, we've got the Jets hosting the Cleveland Browns. This one's already getting a little chippy. we got uh, the quarterback with mono. we got Odell Beckham talking smack about the D coordinator. <laughs> it's all over the place. Lee, give me your start and sit.
2: <laughs> My start is Baker Mayfield and anyone tied to him. I really do believe in the talent of Baker Mayfield, and I think that maybe he was unprepared, or I don't know exactly what happened in Tennessee. It's a good defense um, in Tennessee, and it's not as good a defense in um, in New York, especially with C.J. Mosley possibly not playing. Right. So I really do believe in a bounce-back game for Baker and Odell and Jarvis and Njoku, and I'd feel pretty comfortable starting all of them. And then my sit would be Robbie Anderson. Um, oh! I think I think Simeon will – I mean, Darnold's not starting. I think Simeon will look to Jameson Crowder kind of like, as the, you know, slot guy, um, short passes. And I don't know. I just I don't think Trevor Simeon's all that good of a quarterback. So I think it's going to be like the left-bell Jameson Crowder show.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Chris, what about you? Uh, well, a guy that I'm not really sure if I'm going to start or sit yet. Uh it was Le'Veon Bell it depends on what they come out with his shoulder. Um, you know. They said it's good. They said it's good. He's still hurting, so I'm not sure what he's gonna get for workload wise. He tweeted he was good. And then he there's practicing
1: tomorrow. I think he should be fine.
0: Then I'm starting Le'Veon Bell. Yes. Okay. One hundred percent starting Le'Veon Bell. Uh, nobody oh. else for the Jets offense am I touching. Okay. And uh my uh my set would probably be the Jets defense as well. I just don't think I think like Lee said, I think they're going to get torched this week.
1: Okay, fair enough. So my start is the opposite of Lee. I'm going to start Robbie Anderson, and oh, nice. the reason why is because of exactly what Chris just said. That he thinks Cleveland's going to be pissed off and torch them. So I do believe that they have a shutdown corner. Is Denzel Ward's his name, right? In Cleveland, correct?
0: Yeah, the kid from All House. And I
1: believe that he will do his do a very good job on Robbie Anderson. However. I do know that Trevor Simeon has balled out a little bit in some garbage time games with Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders in the past. Namely, Emmanuel Sanders, who's very quick. What is Robbie Anderson? Very quick. So I can see some garbage time Robbie Anderson action, and that excites me. So that is my start, actually. I'm firing up all systems go. I was actually, before the mono incident, sitting Robbie Anderson in three leagues I have him. I've actually worked him into two of my lineups. And I feel good it's a flex but I feel good about it I really do and uh, as far as my sit goes man uh I am sitting Crowder I don't think Crowder is going to be as good with uh with Simeon I've just I I've, I've watched him play it's not something he does now it's the offense it's the way the calls are played I think
0: Crowder's hurt
1: but it's not really what he does Anything else to add on the Monday night game gentlemen
0: Nope
1: all right so, real quickly, this is wrapping it up. We're about to be done and uh, move on, and we'll talk again next week, right? Yep. So, our listeners have two evenings to get in waivers before they lock Sunday. Is there anybody that's not owned right now? Or is there anybody that you might have picked up that you, or you see on waivers in some of your leagues that nobody's at? Is there someone that you think people should pick up now? Take a speculative add-on or... Pretty much, do we see it, and you just kind of gotta watch it play out.
2: Oh, well, that's a that's a tough one. Um,
1: <laughs> it is. I put you on the spot.
2: Going, I don't know how deep I want to go. Um, my my deep dive, deepish dive would be Mostert, Raheem Mostert.
1: Yes, I agree.
2: Because Coleman, we don't know. He has a high ankle sprain, so we don't 100 percent know the severity and how long he'll be out for but Mostert got 9 carries 40 yards so pretty decent um and he's gonna get he's probably gonna split a decent amount of the work with Matt Breda so I do think that he's a guy like maybe he flashes and and Shanahan goes to him like a little bit more than Breda or something like that okay. so he's a guy you could like maybe stash and maybe it'll pay off
1: alright Chris anybody you could think of
0: uh yeah Mark Andrews tight end for Baltimore is is his guys? are owned, right? He's he's quite owned in everything. Owned.
1: Owned in everything oh, that's now. what I'm saying.
0: If he's not owned in your league, go snake him. Oh yeah, Yeah, absolutely. snake him right now. Yeah. 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 I mean, he he went eight for 108 so oh, he's six first awesome. downs and a touchdown. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. So, I don't think he was he was very highly highly regarded until this past week. I know Zach was high on him coming into this.
1: I was. Yeah. I was high on him and Hawk both.
0: Yeah. So. If if that guy isn't taking in your league, go get him right now. All
1: right, and for me, I'm gonna keep. So I'm gonna keep on the wide receivers. I think that once you hit about week seven in fantasy, that's when you start really paying attention to cuffs. I think once we hit about week seven, start scurrying the waiver for Madison. For uh, who is it? Is it Ozigbo? Right. Uh, that's the guy Ozigbo. I like. Yeah, I like him. He's on Jacksonville. Look at teams. Look at teams that have running backs that are running seventy or eighty percent of the time. Once we at week seven, go on waivers and get one or two of those guys. Who knows? They could be a championship winner, right? Start planning for that once once the heat of your bye weeks are over, right? And you don't have to make tough decisions. I think that's when you start nabbing for it. Right now, I'm looking for upside. Almost every league that I'm in, Debo Samuel and Pettis were both dropped. If Debo was even owned. Pick them up before Sunday. I don't know if they're going to ball out. Heck, I don't know which one is gonna ball out, but one it's gonna be one of the two. And why not go ahead and get him now before you have to fight over them? That's my that's my opinion on that. So that is lineup lock for the week. We are getting out of here. Uh I think we did a pretty good breakdown of week two, man. That went smooth, guys. I like it. I like it. I think we found the flow. Doing the bull dance, even though we're in the living room with chaos and mayhem going on. Lee, if you could be sitting in here watching what Chris and I just had to deal with on this hour-long pod, it was almost comical. I wish we were on
0: YouTube. It was very comical. We had dogs
1: climbing up. We had a dog trying to sit in his lap that oh, I had God. to get off the couch going crazy. We had a
0: cat coming out of hiding. I've never <laughs> seen the cat before on all the times <laughs> I've gone over here. Children running up and down the stairs. One was on speakerphone. Why he had his AirPods in his ears. <laughs> <laughs> it was good times yeah
1: I think we uh, we kept character and did quite well so that's week two and uh we'll see you on week three this is lineup locked and we are out Peace. peace on air.